Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Let's talk hydration. See, I carry something to drink with me every single place that I go because I am concerned about being dehydrated. It runs in the family. Everything from dry mouth, dizzy spells, fainting, it's pretty serious. And I've tried all the different types of waters and sports drinks. Let me tell you something right now. Liquid IV. That has been the most efficient at keeping me hydrated and doing so pretty quickly. Okay, Liquid IV has five essential vitamins and is two times faster at keeping you hydrated than water alone. And I'm serious, man. Everything from vitamin C to vitamins B3, B5, B6, B12... Liquid IV also is non-GMO, so it's free from gluten, dairy, soy. So for all you folks out there with food allergies, this may be right up your alley. And I know what you're thinking, but how does it taste, Duke? Well, it tastes pretty good. Okay, we're talking my favorite in pina colada. They also have tropical punch, strawberry, new flavors like sea berry and strawberry lemonade. Huh. You can enjoy this stuff, man, but don't take my word for it. I want you to stop what you're doing right now and head over to liquidiv.com. Use the promo code DUKELOVESWRASTLING so you get 20% off your entire order. I mean, anything that you order on liquidiv.com. So what are you waiting for? It's time for you to shop better hydration today. Use the promo code DUKELOVESWRASTLING over at liquidiv.com. Save yourself 20%. Stay hydrated. Most importantly, enjoy life. That's right. Now let's get on with the show. You are locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubble. Welcome to a special edition of Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast, the show about pro wrestling and everything else. Let me tell you something, folks. Oof. The WWE slash Vince McMahon lawsuit. Former WWE employee Janelle Grant has alleged everything from uh, sex trafficking to rape and all sorts of other horrific uh, complaints here in civil court in the district of Connecticut. So we are going to unpack some of this information here. I I do want to caution you though. I'm going to be heavy on the facts and, and very light on the opinion with this issue because of how sensitive and developing it is. So I want to make that clear up front. I'm sure you can find more than enough people who are going to give their opinions and, you know, they're overnight lawyers. They must, they, you know, overnight they're Matlock or, or Judge Judy's or what have you. I'm not going to play that game. Uh, it's, not, it's not worth it, number one. And number two, this is pretty serious stuff. So I'm also going to be very careful and not speak in absolutes about things that aren't proven to be absolute yet. And I know some people out there are going to be upset about that and good for you. But on this show, 
I don't play that game. So, you know, for the accuser, my heart goes out to they and, and their loved ones and what have you. These are very serious allegations. And certainly, um, I think it's fair to admit that something happened, right? We know in the past that representatives for Vince McMahon, his legal team, have, have stated that there was something consensual that happened amongst the individuals. Um, so because of that, I, I, can, I can feel comfortable in saying we know something happened. But even if it was consensual, there are power dynamics at play here when you're talking about the founder and owner of the company, chairman of the board and what have you. Uh, majority stock owner at the time, there were power dynamics involved in that. You compare a person who literally is a, a billionaire to someone who was hired at $75,000 a year. Uh, tremendous discrepancy in power. And as a result, it, you know, to, to rebuff advances could result in you losing your $75,000 a year job. Um, so I want to be clear that we know that something happened. The question is, was this something, did it rise to what is being alleged in this particular lawsuit, including sex trafficking, which my goodness, you know, Loki has been on this show through the years and, and he's explicitly stated that based on what he knows, based on what he's heard, the totality of it all, uh, that higher-ups in WWE are responsible for sex trafficking. And he, he's always very particular and careful when he says that. Loki's always, always very good at pulling up the legal definition of uh, human sex trafficking. And in fact, I'm going to pull that up right now because it, it is important to this, okay? Not what we think it is, but what it actually is. So human sex trafficking is defined as, defined as modern day slavery. Uh, so we can, we can start off with that. It's the trade of humans for the purpose of forced labor, sexual slavery, or commercial sexual exploitation. So there you go. Uh, and that's what's being alleged in this lawsuit by Miss Grant. So I'm going to go over some of the details. Obviously, trigger warning for anyone out there. This stuff is horrific. Um, but bear in mind, this is in civil court. And the process has been initiated to prove this stuff to be true. Right? In civil court. It's not criminal court. It's in the district court for the District of Connecticut. Right? U.S. District Court, civil action. Okay, so I don't even know where to begin with this. It's so uh, horrific. But the claims uh, uh, by Miss Grant is that uh, she was repeatedly sexually assaulted, sex trafficked, and paid to stay quiet about it all. You know, she states that she met Vince McMahon back in 2019. And again, she was making $75,000 a year as a legal administrator coordinator, whatever that is. Uh, Ms. Grant states that 
Vince McMahon trapped her in an impossible situation. And because of that, she feared adverse career and personal consequences and legal retaliation if she ever declined Vince McMahon's advances to her. So because of that, she engaged in what she alleges was a non-consensual sexual activity with Vince McMahon. Right? Oh, boy. Now, she claims that at, at some point, uh, Vince had stopped being her friend and stopped talking to her in general conversation and instead focused exclusively on sexting and fantasy talk. She alleged that you know Vince would make her send him explicit pictures and also share those pictures with other people in the WWE. Not long after their relationship was initiated, that's when Vince started uh, requiring that Miss Grant engage in similar activities with other men that Vince McMahon had deemed she should engage with. So back in May of 2020, it's alleged that uh, McMahon ordered a threesome with Miss Grant and a physical therapist. Okay. And Vince said that he would lose a friendship if she did not go through with the threesome. Now, this is where it gets a little tricky here. And again, major trigger warning here. Uh, Miss Grant alleges that McMahon defecated on her head, but made her continue to perform sex acts with McMahon and the physical therapist. This, this is like a bad movie on Tubi. I mean, Jesus, what the hell are we talking about right now? So so we can we can add uh, scat play to scat play has entered the room, folks. And my goodness. Uh, Vince, uh, she alleges that Vince stated, I'm the only one who owns you and controls you and controls who I want to F you. OK. Several months later, Miss Grant alleges that uh, Johnny Ace, John Laurinaitis, who was a high-ranking executive in the company, uh, was recruited to join McMahon and Miss Grant in their activities. Miss Grant claims that uh, Vince had uh, forced her to send Johnny Ace explicit pictures, engage in threesomes. With she and, and Vince. And she, she even was moved to talent relations just so she could be uh, directly under the report of Johnny Ace. My goodness. Miss Grant alleges that uh, Vince told her that she had to serve herself to Johnny Ace as breakfast at a nearby hotel. Before the start of the workday. Vince also texted her. Allegedly. Uh, on days when. He's in town. I want him to F you every morning. And later in the office too. So Vince is like setting up this whole thing. For Johnny Ace. Uh, an executive. Who also was working under. Vince technically. Right Vince. He reported to Vince. He's ordering. This office person. Miss Grant, allegedly, 
to have these extraordinary uh, uh, trysts <laughs> with Johnny Ace and all against her will. What the hell is going on here? If any of this stuff is true, whoa. What the hell was going on in WWE at the time? Ms. Grant stated that uh, in her years of experience with uh, Vince McMahon, she knew her request to stop everything that was going on would be ignored and at best used to destroy her career and reputation. What? Okay. She stated in June of 2021, McMahon and Itis, a.k.a. Johnny Ace, uh, raped Miss Grant in Johnny Ace's office. She stated that she, she repeatedly said, no, no, please stop. And McMahon said, take it, B-word. Hmm. One week later, Ms. Grant alleges McMahon forced himself on her again over a massage table at WWE headquarters before giving her a $15,000 uh, or fi rather $15,000 in Bloomingdale's gift cards. So definitely plenty of play for, for pay here. That's being alleged. Ms. Grant also alleges that McMahon used her to sign a WWE superstar who was world who was a world famous athlete and former UFC heavyweight champion. Okay. In January 2022, uh, Vince McMahon began to distance himself from Miss Grant, claiming his wife Linda McMahon had found out about their relationship. It was at that point where Mr. McMahon requested Ms. Grant sign a non-disclosure agreement. This is all alleged in the lawsuit here. Ms. Grant stated that she agreed to be paid $3 million to sign the NDA, but claimed she only received $1 million from McMahon and that he stopped paying her after that. Ms. Grant states she's traumatized from the whole ordeal and is now seeking unspecified damages as well as for the judge to invalidate the NDA. Now McMahon and WW, well McMahon and Laurenitis have not commented yet, but uh, TKO actually put out a press release and I quote, Mr. McMahon does not control TKO, nor does he oversee the day-to-day -day operations of WWE. While this matter predates our TKO executive team's tenure at the company, we take Ms. Grant's horrific allegations very seriously and are addressing this matter internally. Now, let me tell you something, folks. I don't know how uh, TKO is going to, quote unquote, address this matter internally. Because as written, Vince McMahon is a chairman of the board of, of TKO. So... <laughs> And, and, and let me tell you, so he's the executive chair. Let me let me let me give you the language that they put down for Vince. Let's listen to this language. This is all public filings here. You can you can pull this stuff up. Uh, Section seven dot two, executive chair. Notwithstanding, Section seven dot one b, Vincent K. McMahon, 
shall serve as the executive chair of the board until the earliest of his death, resignation, or incapacitation. Any, any vacancy of the executive chair, which, if Mr. McMahon is the initial executive chair, shall initially only occur upon the death, resignation, or incapacity of Mr. McMahon, shall be filled by the board by the affirmative vote of a majority of the directors. So literally, there's no way to remove Vince unless he turns into someone who cannot physically uh, uphold his duties as the executive chair. Or he literally drops dead or he chooses to step down. But other than that, there's nothing they can do about that. He's going to be the, the, the chair executive chair of uh, TKO Sports, which is the umbrella organization that is responsible for for the UFC and the WWE. Both of those companies are under TKO Sports, right? Which is all owned by Endeavor. This is a mess. This is a complete mess, in my opinion. See, here we go. Now I'm going to give a little bit of my opinion here. Um, there's a lot of people saying a lot of things, man, and I, I just want to caution anyone who's still trying to wrap their head around all of this stuff. It's a civil lawsuit. It's not a criminal lawsuit. It's a civil lawsuit. But as such, you need to prove what you're alleging beyond a reasonable doubt. We haven't gotten there yet. And because we haven't gotten there yet, we're, we're literally in the beginning stages to speak definitively about this, unless you personally have some straight up inside knowledge, which there are some people who literally worked in WWE and, and they have inside knowledge from a general standpoint, or they know of things that have happened in the past, present, um, that could inform something related to this. But if you're not one of those folks, give me a break. You're just, you're just spinning your wheels and talking nonsense. And it's really unnecessary because this is this is a real lawsuit. I will say a couple of things here. I find it interesting that it was able to get to the point of a lawsuit. Something as 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 detailed and horrific as this um, seems like something that a company would settle, or an individual like Vince McMahon would settle. In my opinion. And I think that there's enough history to back that up. Uh, so the fact that that didn't happen leads me to believe that they're probably going to try to fight this in some way. Which is interesting. Because the accuser is going to have to prove all of these things. Right? Beyond a reasonable doubt. You got to prove that what you allege actually happened. Now, she's quoting chapter and verse uh, uh, text messages and things like that. So maybe she, she's been collecting this all along. Which would be interesting because those are smoking guns, right? <laughs> then we look at the whole Johnny Ace part of this, John Laurinaitis. He is actively participating in all of this stuff, allegedly. And I see a lot of people online, oh, yeah, see, he's no good and this and that. And look, he, it's, it's possible. Maybe Johnny Ace is no good. Who knows? I don't know the guy. I'm not going to speak on his merits or lack thereof in that regard. I don't know the guy. I will say this, though. If this is proven to be true, what Miss Grant is alleging in this lawsuit, 
would that not inadvertently also make the case for Johnny Ace that he too was victimized in this whole situation? If Miss Grant, who is being coerced by literally the most powerful person in the history of the industry and the person who's the majority owner of the company at the time, the chairman of the board, the founder, they, literally the guy, if she felt that she could not rebuff or she would not only lose her job but be destroyed, wouldn't Johnny Ace follow, uh, fall under the same circumstances? See, this is why you don't rush out there and say a bunch of stuff. Because it doesn't matter if you don't like somebody. It doesn't matter if you heard stories and, and you want to believe X, Y, Z and whatever. Facts are a little different. I think this thing has the potential to get way bigger than what this is, right? Because there is a whole detailing of all the gifts that Miss Grant alleges that she received. And we know that there were blind items, allegedly from people in the company who were complaining that there were individuals and, and alluding to Miss Grant as being people who were getting gifts and getting special treatment and getting um, getting uh, uh, raises and, and special jobs because they had relations with the boss, right? So what that also means is that the WWE, which all, you know, corporately recognize itself as an equal opportunity company, right? Well, how are you an equal employment opportunity company when you're literally giving gifts and giving raises and, and all this other stuff to people based on if they're fooling around with executives or not? That's a class action lawsuit waiting to happen, in my opinion. I, and I, I, I can't see how that's not going to happen if this is proven to be true, what Miss Grant has filed. So we got to wait and see. Got to wait and see what happens here. But um, if this is proven to be true, my goodness, just a house of horrors. And, you know, we can go back in history and we can see all the things that have happened. The Ring Boy scandal. Um, we know that you had the referee, the female referee who she settled, which means she must have had some information that the company was concerned about, but she alleged that Vince McMahon raped her as well, right? This stuff keeps coming up. And, you know, smoke, unfortunately, smoke often leads to fire. I'm not saying that's the case here. We have to let this play out in the courts. But what I am saying is, damn, Vince, and damn you, Vince, this is sick. This is sick, bro. And let's say that the majority of this stuff is quote unquote consensual or was at the time. It's still a problem because of the, the power dynamics here. You were wrong, no matter how you slice it. Now, either you were so wrong that you're, that you're the, the worst human being on the planet, or you were wrong because you just took advantage of a situation, even if it was consensual. But I don't know, man. I, I just, I'm, I'm very concerned that this is just the tip of the iceberg and now we're going to find out far more and what what a, what a terrible culture and it, it it really 
scares me because what are the merits of the wrestling industry when this type of stuff keeps coming out, speaking out and all these things? And like I said, the ring boy scandal from years ago, um, you'll have to Google that one. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole right now, folks. You'll, you'll have to Google that one. Some of you listening probably weren't even alive. So you, you, you may not have heard it before. You can Google it. The ring boy scandal, WWF. Um, what does it say about the wrestling industry that we support and that we prop up? I've alleged on this show, I don't think people in wrestling want to clean up wrestling. I think they're perfectly fine with it. And a lot of we fans, we don't want to clean it up because every time somebody attempts to clean it up, they get vilified, myself included. Right? It's crazy. I saw in the in the court documents, they, they talk about a, a popular blogger and it alleges that uh, the accused reached out to a popular blogger and uh, leaked the accused name and that the popular blogger put it out. Now, there's been a lot of speculation <laughs> that uh, Brad Shepard is the person being alluded to here. I don't know. They didn't say his name in the document, so I'm not going to say definitively that's the case. We do know that Brad has been blamed for for reporting on the fact that at the time there was a cheating scandal and Vince McMahon was was having relations with an employee and he did state Miss Grant's name. And it's interesting. I mean, look, I, you know, Brad and I have had many conversations privately, publicly about it, done it on the show. And I stated that that's just not something I would have done. I didn't agree with that move, even if it was just a consensual affair. Um, there's still a power dynamic there. So releasing that lady's name, I didn't agree with it, but I, I understood the logic. There were people in that company who were very upset because they felt like they were getting less than as a result of this lady, uh, for lack of a better term, sleeping around and taking advantage of that situation. That's a take. It's not a take I agree with, but it's a take. Right. So Brad was reporting on a cheating and fooling around employee scandal at the time. Now we have this lawsuit with all these details and, you know, fresh eyes looking at the situations like, oh, okay, this is a lot worse than what was originally uh, stated and speculated on. Right. These allegations are pretty, pretty rough. But it's interesting you know, you have uh, the Pelican Man, a.k.a. the Thigh Rubber. Sean Ross Sapp, he, he's activated his his band of, of unstable lunatics. And, you know, they're online and they're, they can't stop talking about Brad. And they're sending me messages and threats and all kinds of nonsense. Uh, just really unstable, unsavory individuals, in my opinion, based on the way they conduct themselves. I, let me say this. If you get contacted, because this is this is the thing about Brad, right? People people love the who who are his detractors. They say, well, he doesn't have any real sources. He's just making it up. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And now those same people turn around and they're saying, oh, you know, so and so from the WWE contacted Brad and gave him this information, and that was so terrible. Which one is it? Either the guy has sources or he doesn't. Which one is it? If we believe he has no sources, then how was he able to be so accurate? If we believe that he has sources and he has sources up to the highest uh, degree, 
then what does that say about everything you said about it before? Brad suddenly seems pretty credible. Even even reporting on who this woman was that was having relations with, with Vince McMahon, allegedly. Uh, it, it was accurate, <laughs> whether you like it or not. So, you know, folks just need to stop trying to find somebody to fixate on and project your challenges in life onto. It doesn't make any sense. It's silly. I don't know why Brad Shepard is such a sticking point for all of you. Um, just don't say his name. Leave him alone. Leave the guy alone, right? I don't know why you you love to come to me about Brad. I Look, Brad and I agree on what we agree on, and we disagree when we disagree. I don't know anyone that I completely agree with all the time or completely disagree with all the time who I keep regular contact with, but I, I'm willing to talk to people who I disagree with from issue to issue, and certainly we've displayed that on the show since the beginning, and that's not going to stop. And I'm not going anywhere. So, you know, for all of you out there who want to turn this into an IWC uh, celebration and, oh, yeah, see, we, we got something here and whatever, man. You're, you're being goofy, in my opinion. And, and, and Sean, you're, you should be in the Guinness Book of World Records for being able to to, quote unquote, blow your nose while sounding like you're inhaling. Right. In my opinion, based on the way that you've conducted yourself directly to me and about me, I find you to be a very unstable, dangerous person. And the people, every time you you say anything about anyone, it's amazing how all of these weird accounts pop up and they start saying the most outlandish things and the threats and the, and the nonsense. And that's all from you. You're the band leader. So just as much as Trump is considered a turncoat, and a treasonous bastard for activating all those lunatics who tried to overthrow the government, Sean Ross Sapp, you're in the same vein, in my opinion, because you activate these lunatics online, these unstable people, and they do very dangerous and unstable things as a result of you whipping them up into a frenzy and then telling them who to direct their anger to. So, Sean, you need to stop what you're doing, repent for what you're doing, cut the crap. I'm not your friend. I'm not your therapist. I'm not your daddy. I don't. I don't believe your mother and I have ever had any relations, and I don't plan on it. Uh, I don't know her, quite frankly. I'm sure, she's a nice lady, but because of all of that, stop directing your nonsense in this direction, Sean. You lunatic. I'm sure he's gonna. He's going to. Uh, you know, get a good, hearty uh, thigh rub out of that one. Remember that whole thigh rubbing nonsense where he, allegedly he was tweeting out, sexting somebody, which that's none of my business. It is what it is. The guy's, like I said, he can he blows his nose and inhales at the same time, allegedly. I don't know. I don't know. Guinness Book of World Records, you need to reach out to that guy. He may, he may need to be given an award for activating the lunatics all the time, too, because he's so good at that. It's crazy. It's amazing. He's the best. <laughs> Scumbag. Anyway. Duke Loves Wrestling on Facebook, on Twitter. Duke Loves Wrestling at gmail.com. Let me know what you think, as always. Crazy situation here. We will continue to monitor. Uh, <laughs> we'll have some legal people on who can explain, you know, why was was this civil instead of criminal? And all that good stuff there. It just, there's a lot to learn about this, and there's a lot that's going to develop. It, but 
you know, we'll be watching for sure. Till next time, be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. Take it away, Tony Schiavone. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling.